Jumpsuit Swagger. Hi, thanks for listening. This is Jumpsuit Swagger. Valerie, Laura, and Mike. Hey. We're all here. We're doing recording two episodes in a row today. Hot dog. Mmm, <laughs> hot dogs. What's the best hot dog you've ever had? Ooh. Mm. I'm, I really like the papaya dog. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Very papaya good. Dog? Very good hot dog. Bye bye. It's it's a papaya, papaya king. king. Yeah. It's in New York. Oh. Yeah, you can get a papaya shake. Um, oh gosh, it's there so good. There is this old hot dog place in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> is it Larry's dogs or something like that? <laughs> I something like, it. like that. But they had good hot dogs. All right. So I grew up in Hanover, Pennsylvania, and there's a place called um, the Famous Hot Wiener. And yeah, uh, I've had it. Big. I'm a big fan. Big fan of famous hot wiener. You don't know. You 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 think you think you maybe went to one of the places. I, Matt and I went. You don't know. There, know there's also the Texas dog, and that's around yeah. the corner. And you can't recall which right. one you went to. Hot so. dog tour. Hot yeah. Dog tour. Yeah. So there's there's a classic arcade there with uh, that you pay by the hour. It's timeline. It's one of the best arcades in the United States. And then you can go and get yourself a uh, a hot dog. Big from old hot, wiener. hot dog. It's we'll really it's be really like good. a neck beer. Big for old the day. wiener. Um. <laughs> I think that's offensive. You know, the thing about neckbeards is, uh, yeah, they're disgusting and they hold bad views of things. But, you know, people like video games. That's true. People I like video like games. People like greasy food. And I do like hot dogs. And that's you true. can enjoy those things. We can't do a hot dog tour because I don't eat meat anymore. Do these places have vegetarian hot dogs? So there is can't one place hot dog that has amazing vegetarian meat. hot dogs. And it is also in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> which is maybe the hot, hot dog, dog capital of the world. <laughs> Why do you eat so many hot dogs in Athens, Ohio? <laughs> is, is, is Athens near Georgia? That's a, that's a, no, Athens is Athens in Georgia. Is in and, uh, I mean, Atlanta. That's what I meant. Is yeah, it near she's Atlanta? Talking about, she's talking about one in Ohio. Ohio. There's an Athens, Athens Ohio. Ohio. Why have I? Why did I think Georgia? <laughs> there is an Athens, Georgia. Right. But, okay, but you. But the Athens, Ohio, is the hot dog capital. <laughs> yes, not Athens, Athens Ohio Georgia. Is okay. apparently <sighs> the hot dog capital of the world. Yeah, but then I have to go to Ohio. No offense, I love Ohio. Everyone there is great, and um, <laughs> they have a short name. It's one of the few states without e in the name. There's also another hot dog place. I think. Up the road. I'm making stuff up. Um, that also had really good vegetarian hot dogs. It's in Columbus, Ohio. So you gotta <laughs> travel two hours north. How come you eat so many I, hot dogs in Ohio, Laura? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Have you tried any of them here? Like, there's a the place in the in Fells Point that's really good. Stuggies. Stuggies. I've had their vegetarian hot dog. It's not great. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I don't like their crab mac and cheese. I don't like they put peppers in it. And I'm like, this doesn't belong here. Like pimentos? That sounds awesome. No, like little, oh. little green peppers or something. Oh, but green I mean, peppers in the in mac their... and cheese, oh, in the crab mac and weird. cheese. And I'm just like, get out. I can see, I think uh, pimentos in a mac and cheese would be that really good. That sounds banging. Yeah. That's fine. You know what I learned about what? the Shake Shack burger? I don't know if that you can have it because of, do they have vegetarian? I don't think so. I think I they might have a veggie burger. Yeah, I think they do. It's from New York. You know, they have to support all kinds of lifestyles up there. <laughs> <laughs> like weird fish I'm gonna eaters. I'm going to Google it because now that's I want to know if they have a Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Pescatarians. But yes. anyway, they have that Smoke Shack burger and they have those cherry peppers on it. I learned just this week that cherry peppers and pimentos, same thing. Except for one is like diced and one's in like strips or balls. Well, interesting. Well, the whole the whole plant, not <laughs> right. not formed into balls. They come as balls. Cherry peppers come in ball form. 
That's the shape of a cherry pepper. Off the plant, yes. You pick a cherry pepper, they're already a ball. Like grapes. Grapes come in ball form. And oranges, a lot of fruits come in ball form. Welcome to Fruit Suit Swagger. Okay, now we're three episodes in a row. Or we've talked about fruit we for really some reason. Like fruit. I think it's the but winter. There are a lot it's of the bald fruit. I think we just haven't had fruit in like a year because it's the winter. It's, I it's, eat fruit all the time, Mallory. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, right. star- it's the starving time. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing fresh. Well, it well, is. It's I technically mean, that's the, true. the growing okay. season. Is, the growing season is it's, done. It's like, called the fro- starving time. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. Something like that. It's a British term. Because yeah. it's like, um, what? All there is to eat is old carrots and potatoes that have been right. sitting in a sack in your grandmother's uh, barn. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, that sounds As right. is tradition. Uh-huh. I don't think they have a veggie burger. They don't? Let me... I'm just... I'm what about a fish burger? Shack burger. Oh, yeah. Shack Shroom burger. They do. They do. Oh. Oh, that's disgusting. What? Oh, Chris fried like portobello mushroom filled with <laughs> melted munster you don't like to and eat cheddar anything. cheeses topped with lettuce, tomato, and shake. Shack sauce. Their shack sauce is amazing. Laura, that sounds like a great burger. Okay, I'm going to say it Mushrooms are meaty. They're good. And only once. (laughs) Mushrooms are not burgers. And anyone that tries to substitute a (laughs) mushroom for a burger is dead to me. Portobello. Like, when I go to people's house and I was like, this would always happen to me. I go to a cookout or something. They're like, don't worry. We have uh, veggie burgers for you. And you get there and the veggie burger is a mushroom. Right, that's a common. So what if I was to mince a mushroom and make it into patty form? And it tasted vaguely like a burger? Yeah. It would be better. Okay. But then like, just a full portobello mushroom just cap. Like a big piece of just mushroom. Big mushroom. <laughs> big old mushroom. <laughs> yeah, because I'm so never, mad like, about see, this. Yeah, <laughs> I see them at the grocery store all the time. You can buy, like, yeah. in the vegetarian area, like, just, like, slices of portobello. I, I think I want to go mushroom disgusting. hunting this year. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go because it's foraging. spring, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go and look for uh, morals or morales or whatever. Yeah, go yeah, foraging. Because I want to wander around in the woods and like look for <laughs> look mushrooms. for mushrooms. So Shroom if I die, burger. I have, fuck you, Shake Shack. <laughs> fuck you. Well, maybe it's diced and minced into a patty, like Mike it's said. It's not. Oh, yeah, sorry. it's just a big cap. If, if they say portobello, yeah, they they mean it's uh, just a big ass mushroom. Yeah. You know, are you taking a picture of your microphone, Laura? Cremini's and Portobello's are the same mushroom. What? Also, Baby Bella, same mushroom. Are we hungry? Why are we talking about so much about food? <laughs> are mushrooms going on? fruits? No, they're, they're veggies. They're fungus. They're fungus. They're, 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 they're neither. <laughs> what, what are they made of? Are they carbs? Are they protein? Are they... Fiber, I think. They're fiber? They're made carb? of fibrous. Carbs and fiber? They're not... They're not I don't think they're carbs. <laughs> mushrooms gonna, are not made of carbs. Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna Google our nutritional <laughs> value. They're, of made, they're made of fiber, I think. But like, what is fiber? Like, what are you? A mushroom? It's carbon. It's carbon in various forms. That's basically okay. They all have of... 0.6 grams for a of carb carbs for a white mushroom. Okay. So it's it's, it's is a so mushroom a, a protein or a carb? Okay, mushrooms provide a small amount of protein, which is about equal to. This is only 4% of your daily needs, so you should be sure to eat protein-rich foods. Okay, that doesn't really... What, should, what, what good are mushrooms besides being delicious? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, it, so it's not a... So it's... It's, it's not, a farb. It's a... <laughs> so I mean, they do have a little... It's a filler. It's, it's like filler. a little bit of protein, a low-carb... 
So yeah, it's not really it's not, nutritional. It's, it's just totally to fill your are good for you. It's just yes, to fill they, your They're really good for you. They probably yeah. are they like vitamin rich or they have something. so many minerals. Yeah. So yeah. that's what they're good for. They're vitamins. You heard it here. <laughs> Mushrooms are vitamins, basically. They have potassium, calcium, They are lithium, full of vitamins and minerals. Strontium. They're a good source of copper, niacin, uh, vitamin B5, potassium, phosphorus, iron. So Fr- it's a multivitamin. <laughs> yeah, they're really... You, you can eat yeah. mushrooms or you can take a multivitamin. Mm. They have been found to have high levels of some antioxidant compounds. That may help prevent some cancers. I know. I mean, ketchup what has antioxidants. What does an oyster mushroom taste like? Delicious. Really? Yeah, they're good. I think you would... Honestly... Some of the uh, the alternative mushrooms, as opposed to stuff from the Portobello and Cremini family, mm-hmm. are, are quite good. Um, we made I, some maitakis. Maitakis oh. are awesome. Laura, are those I the never little stringy liked... ones? Mm-mm. Don't show you little a picture balls of them. On the end. Um, yeah, they're also known as hen of the woods. Um, mushrooms. They're good. There's a lot of good mushrooms a... out there. Okay, so we reviewed the searcher. <laughs> yes, Part this is two. hen of the woods. I was not a mushroom person, Laura, and I've become a mushroom person. Primarily because of this mushroom. Just saying. Also, morals. Morals are good, too. Have you ever had a fried moral? I'll make you some if I find <laughs> some in the woods, and we'll, we'll poison ourselves together. In France, they at every pharmacy, you can take a mushroom, and they'll say, you'll be like, will this mushroom kill me? And they'll be like, yes or no. Or maybe. Yeah. Well, no, they don't say maybe. No, they well, have like they're, like there's probably stipulations. Like yeah, they have they have licensed mycologists wow. in in every in pharmacy. pharmacy in France. Wow, yeah, it's really cool. You know what else they have in France? Coronavirus. <laughs> it is so cheap oh. to fly to France right now. I know. Oh man, should we go? So, okay, so yeah, so uh, the searcher. Before we get into the searcher, okay. I have a couple a couple notes. Okay. Mm. Are they mushroom related? Or <laughs> no, fruit they're related? not. They're not. They're <laughs> Elvis related. Okay. Um, I'm really excited about Baz Luhrmann's new movie. The more I'm thinking about it and dwelling on it and seeing the casting information. Now we know Maggie Gyllenhaal has been cast as Elvis's mom, Gladys. Mm. I'm really excited. And also I loved Romeo and Juliet and Moulin Rouge. Yes. I'm really excited. And I think, I think that this is going to be a great thing for, to bring young audiences to Elvis, to just breathe life into his legacy. Is it is it I'm really excited. is it stylized and hip? His his style. Well, yeah, Baz Luhrmann's very like, stylized. Is it like documentary style? I mean, like what what is we the don't story really that know we're a lot? Okay. I mean, I, I, you know, I've started following him and cast members. I'm just not seeing Who, anything other than pictures here and there. Who's cast as Priscilla? Hmm. Oh, someone I didn't know. There's there's a lot of people I don't know. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of people you don't know. There's a lot of people I don't know. Like like eight billion of them. I know a lot. I know not a lot of people can say this, but there are a lot of people I don't know. <laughs> so Priscilla is, I think Olivia Dijon. Like Olivia Dijon. <laughs> Dijon. I don't know or Dijon. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Dijon. Dijon was the name of um, yeah, that one of the villains in the Ducktales movie. Dijon. Dijon. Can you? She's Australian, so that's all I know. Okay, because he's Australian. 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 Yeah, huh? I was just talking about Dijon mustard. It's okay. Okay, (laughs) it's a good mustard. Oh yeah, and I'm I don't love mustard a lot. Okay, um, enough with the food talk. We're here for Elvis (laughs) because this is becoming a food podcast for some reason. Okay. (laughs) 
It's fine. I don't talk about mustard anymore. So we finally... <laughs> Is that what you wanted? <laughs> so we finally watched part two of The Searcher. We watched part one, if you listen to the, 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 the whole... All of our episodes. We watched it two years ago, part one. Yeah. And reviewed it, and then... I've been thinking about it. I'm like, you know, it's been two years. I think Lauren knows enough of Elvis's story. We can mm-hmm. watch part two. So we did last night. We finally watched part two. So we're here to hear Laura's thoughts. And then I've got some anecdotes at the end. Hmm. Yeah. So um, just to recap, it, the part one ends with um, he is coming back from the army and um, he meets Priscilla. Rock and roll is dead. Because everybody died in a plane crash or got drafted. And uh, what does Elvis do now? What does he do now? Right. The, I remember the Searcher Part 1. I remember feeling really sad about it. Just right. like really, really... broken hearted about it. And yeah. just like, wow, what a sad life. And then... The Searcher 2 is not especially optimistic either. It's not, right. but I, I feel like Elvis was able to get his groove back a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, most notably the 68 comeback special. Right. Um, I will say overall, watching them talk about him making the movies and how miserable he was made me feel kind of guilty for loving these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, God. I know he hates this, but this movie's great. I know he really, yeah, was miserable and having struggling with life while he was making these movies, but I really enjoyed them. And I like making fun of him in these (laughs) movies, and it made me feel guilty. (laughs) There were times during the movies, I think think there were times where he had fun during the movies. You Mm -hmm. could see that he's genuinely, like when he interacts with with the little girl in, you know, it happened at the World's Fair, right, for example. Right. You know, there there are times where he's like genuinely enjoying himself. It's it's like you know, if you if you have a yeah. job that you hate, sometimes it's not bad all the time. Yeah, sometimes you, know? you like the people you work with or whatever, yeah. and you have a good time goofing off or something. Yeah. So, um, but I just, so I just the vibe coming back was that Colonel realizes that it was probably a mistake to send Elvis into the army, and now he's like, what can we do now? Like, what where are we going to put Elvis? We got to throw him in somewhere. Um, and he did a, uh, a TV special with the, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, the Timex special, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like, welcome back, Elvis, from the military. Now you're like, instead of being the rebel, now you're part of the musical establishment. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they try to like sell him as like, now you're a long term singing career person, the likes of Frank Sinatra. Or Dean Martin, yeah. for right. example. And they kind of make he's less of a rebel now he's cleaned up he went into the army and he came back and now he's cleaned up Mm -hmm. yeah he's a family man now um mistake Mm. well you know it it's uh the people who fell in love with him in 1956 for example when it came out this is what he came back in you know 59 60 right so they're four years older Mm -hmm. and back then the difference between four years was i'm a teeny bopper 16 and i'm having children at 20 (laughs) right right so you know i was gonna say entering the workforce but then i remembered that was not a thing (laughs) for women (laughs) um so elvis is like, kind of back after he does that. Yeah, and he, then... He makes um, the album Elvis is back. Mm-hmm. Yes, Elvis it's a great album. is mm-hmm. back. He's back. Um, and recording had improved. I remember them saying that. That, like, recording during that... The mm-hmm. time when he was in the army, like, significantly improved. So he went and recorded his new album. Mm-hmm. Elvis is back. Yeah, he, this is also... They didn't mention this specifically in the documentary. Um, well, they, they did it in the last episode where he, he worked with Charlie Hodge... 
and he was able to increase his vocal range while he was overseas. Mm. Um, so, you know, he had, he was a better singer when he yeah. came back. Um, and I just remember them saying like, there was a lot of soul put into this album and he was just processing the loss of his mom, like through music now, mm-hmm. like instead of destructive behavior mm. as he was in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's now or never, I think is on, yeah. on that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was apparently like Elvis's favorite song of his at the time. So I thought it was interesting. They had him comment on like what his favorite song was. And he said, now or never. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It holds up. Mm-hmm. The, the sad part is, right, that, you know, it, it did okay commercially, but mm-hmm. the, the G.I. Blues album actually sold way more yeah. with the with the puppet song, Wooden Heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And well, the, people are stupid on a whole. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, people it's like, like garbage. People love garbage. Like, right, right now in the world, like, I just... You know, the garbage sells. <laughs> right. It's, like, is it easy to digest? Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's it's like basically how movie companies now just make remakes. reboots, remakes, the old stuff because it's easy. It's not recognizable IP. People will pay to go see yeah, another freaking Transformers movie. <laughs> right. It's El- like people are going to take that garbage over like a really good like, movie yeah. like Knives like Out, for instance. Yeah. Although Knives Out did really well, but like a wonderful artistic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Elvis was basically uh, the 1960s version of a franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like cheap entertainment. You, right. You know, Elvis is in a different career now, and he's got this, you know, tumultuous relationship with a woman, and eventually they get together and they go get married at the end. And it happened over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah. you know, he really wanted to, to do real movies, you know. He because, wanted to do artistic movies. Yeah, the idea oh. was that, like, okay, we'll, we'll do, you know, movies that are 90% songs, like G.I. Blues. But then, you know, they, he was promised that Wild in the Country and Flaming Star mm-hmm. were, were, like, serious movies, you know. Which more, he really wanted to do. Yeah, more kind But then like, they didn't do as well in the box office. But, yeah. So what's really, really fucked about all this is that Hal Wallace, while he's making these movies... With Elvis, like making these Elvis movies, he's making money to go make good artistic films without like Elvis. His passion project, is just yes. Bullshit. So they're making Beckett, which was a huge deal apparently, right. with like big movie stars. It won Academy Awards. He did that Mm-mm. using money he made from an Elvis movie. Yeah, it's so it's really messed up that and Elvis was pissed, and it kind of confirms like this is in '64. It confirms that like they're just using me to make money to make good movies. Okay, mm-hmm. I have an analogy. Hmm. This is like what the Monstars wanted to do to Michael Jordan. <laughs> they wanted to tie him up and make him play basketball, but he would always lose, and then they could charge children. <laughs> exactly. Why does it always come back to Space Jam with you? <laughs> I'm just, there's a lot of life lessons there and common <laughs> themes. I hate that movie uh, so much. We've already gone into this. Yeah, we're not going to bring up Space Jam I'm just again. saying it's like that. It's like chaining up Michael Jordan and making him lose basketball games. You know, it's like there's so much talent here, right, but we're right. just going to sell you as a yeah. novelty. Right, right. So, so I would yes. argue it's very similar to like probably um, it's like if Johnny Depp never met John Waters. You know, you mean the, Tim Burton? No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Johnny Depp. Oh, oh, oh. But, but, yeah, sorry. I thought you meant... Tim Burton of John Waters, my bad. No, it, it's okay. So yeah. it, it's like, despite what Johnny Depp became, like early in his career, you know, he mm-hmm. was like a like a heartthrob type guy and mm-hmm. did like fluff pieces. 
And then John Waters met Johnny Depp and was like, we'll do weird stuff. Do you want to do this crybaby movie? And then he was like heartthrob, but he was in the weird movie. And that opened the way for him to do Dead Man and stuff, the Jim Jarmusch movies. And I feel like Elvis could have had that if he just would have met like a John Waters. He the equivalent of John Waters. Well, there was a lot of good stuff like going on in the 60s in film. Mm -hmm. And had he given and not been sheltered by colonel had he been able to or had he just like grown a pair and just been like fired the colonel and said i'm not doing these movies yeah you know like when we're watching this i feel bad for him and i know what he was going through his drugs that we'll get to this after at the end of this episode but you know he's going through a lot but like he also had the control to say no yeah. In the end of the day, he, he could have said, like, it yeah, was like he an, was in an abusive relationship. Right, like, right, right. Like, and the colonel was really smart about keeping him away yeah. from people and away about keeping him from other managers. Projects. Yeah, yeah. He kept him from, in some point in the movie, they say that he really wanted to do that world tour. And they kept right. him from doing that because mm-hmm. they didn't, he didn't want anyone to find out he was a... Uh, uh, not an illegal citizen. and also possibly a person of interest in a murder yeah. right possibly a murderer you know, yeah. i think the big takeaway for me with the colonel and just looking at all the colonel shots in this uh the second half of the searcher is he looks like a batman villain he yeah. looks like the penguin he's got the, that robe yes the robe that said girls 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 and elvis yeah. and he's got like a crazy hat and like a cigar all the time every shot yeah he always cigar. has a hat and a yeah. cigar ugh I said mix between Joker and Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's like he he seriously like looks like a villain from what the Adam West. Right. He does look like a sixties Batman villain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's absolutely. One hundred percent. He looks a lot like the actor who played Penguin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except for he Burgess Meredith was way skinnier. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Colonel, oh, Colonel Parker, Colonel. he got that turkey neck and all that. Well, and the thing is that as the movies progressed, people caught wind and knew who Colonel was. Mm. Like, they, people in the industry knew yeah. that he was a carnival barker, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I didn't I didn't know that, I guess, all, basically all the Elvis songs for his movies were written by Hill and Range songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just like, they just stole old ballads Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And rewrote or them. Or just wrote garbage songs. Yeah. Like yoga is as yoga does. Yeah. You know? And it was all, and it was just so they would maintain the copyright of the mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. You know, because Elvis didn't want to write his own music. He, right. he would much rather like perform and do covers right. of great songs. Which is songs. what he did. But that's Eventually. how he grew up in the 50s. Yeah. Like that's what you did but in like, the music industry. Music yeah. was changing. It wasn't like people were anymore. Writing. People were writing right. their own songs. Yeah. So he was kind of like songwriter now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and you feel, I think you get that from this documentary. You feel yeah. bad because the the world is changing and he yeah. doesn't know how to get catch up and yeah. be back into it. So mm-hmm. I think he gets like depressed doing all these movies. He brings Priscilla to Graceland um, and he starts writing, they say like he goes back to his roots and he writes a gospel album. Right. Yeah. Or Graceland. Uh, makes a gospel. Well, yeah. I think yeah. multiple. Yeah. I think that the, the only I'm albums that he released in the 60s were um movie soundtracks and he a couple of gospel albums and he did elvis's back and uh, elvis in memphis oh yeah, yeah the book book it ended yeah, yeah but between yeah. elvis's back and elvis yeah in memphis, right, right, two right. Great it's albums. just like he soundtrack did garbage two yeah two yeah. two i guess if you like gospel music they're good albums um his hand in mine and um what was the other one the other one i don't know i don't like gospel so i don't <laughs> 
Um, I just thought that was nice. And she said, you know, she would just like come down and he'd be like really in his element doing gospel and like, maybe that's not your thing, but. How get, how great they're all. Oh yeah. How, how great, great thou art is yeah. the other album that he did in the sixties between those two big, big albums. But yeah. And I mean, I guess it's just like he lost his mom and was like, well, you know, I like gospel. Oh, it's, and, um, I feel. Okay. Go ahead. His mom was, her presence was, like, still in the house. Mm -hmm. So he came back to Graceland, and, like, she was still there. Like, Priscilla says there was, like, a closet full of her clothes that she opened one time. She liked soft fabric. (laughs) And apparently, I guess, she had a a scent. Yeah. And just, like, lingered. Yeah, it still smelled like her. So it was, like, and he was... The biggest mom of this boy, probably, yeah. ever. Yeah. So. And he was also obsessed with death on top of that and mm-hmm. was like weirdly into, like, he would take the guys, the mafia, to the morgue and stuff like that. Like, mm. I don't know if I've told you that more no. that's new information. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that we'll in another that. episode. <laughs> That'll be the Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. much Elvis liked death. Oh, I love that idea. Let's yeah. do that. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there was also, there was only one time he performed in front of people after getting back mm-hmm. from the army and the 68 comeback special. And that was Pearl Harbor, the right. commemoration memorial, which he did before he did blue Hawaii. Yes. It was yeah. the gold LeMay jacket. Right. right. I think we, we talked about this when we, we, we were, did the blue Hawaii we, episode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed they don't mention the drug use in the sixties. He was yeah. doing a lot of drugs in the sixties doing these movies. Yeah. The interpretation <laughs> of Elvis's life comes from a very Priscilla driven perspective. Like mm-hmm. they very much emphasize Priscilla's relationship with Elvis, mm-hmm. ignore all other relationships he had with women mm-hmm. and also completely ignore all the drug stuff that happened while she was married to him. Yeah. The way this is written, it's like, very rude. yeah, we got a divorce and then he started doing drugs. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> mm, n- no, no, <laughs> They also omit something that's a huge part of Elvis in the 60s during this time, which is his spiritual side. And we're going to get to that here as we wrap up our review, because Mm. it's a huge part of why he changes. And that combined with drugs makes him super weird, super, super weird. (laughs) So (laughs) it was just really sad. Priscilla was saying, like, he had like such a small world. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he was very isolated. Just hung out with he the same people. He had the same people. That mm-hmm. small group of friends. He didn't have like contact with like upcoming artists. He wasn't doing like show. You know, so just like, he had this and, and, high wall around him. Yeah. Like. Right, and I don't think the mafia in general was super encouraging because they're also starting to develop drug <laughs> drug abuse problems mm. yeah. at this time. Yeah, so it's just hanging out with the wrong crowd. I, th- I think a lot of people get well, I, like I, they sucked into their the yeah. bad crowd and like I don't know that it's so much the wrong crowd as they weren't a progressive crowd that they yeah. didn't want to look at new stuff. They didn't yeah. want to get in. And granted, they did listen to new music and introduce Elvis to new music, yeah. but it's like hanging it was out comfortable in your small town in your your friend's basement, right? You know what I mean? Drinking beers and like doing that, right? Which so many people do, but this is like you know. Elvis doing it. You're freaking Elvis. You could just pick up and go to London tomorrow with your wife or with a couple buddies mm-hmm. and go do something new. Yeah. Without the colonel. You know, he could have done more, but mm-hmm. I think it was, he was also shy and, and kind of introverted and it was safe well, with the guys. It reminded me a lot of like, remember the episode of The Simpsons where Homer like is the is the pro, uh, chosen one for the stone cutters. <laughs> right, right, right. And like he becomes... The, the, headstone, the, yeah, <laughs> right, the right. headstone cutter guy. And then it's like, 
He doesn't really have any peers, so mm-hmm. he's m- miserable because he's put on this pedestal, and right. nothing's fun. Like it's like you know he didn't have anybody to to bounce ideas off of musically because he was Elvis. Right. You know, it was almost like too. <laughs> you know, inaccessible for right. everyone. So, and the musicians that are coming up in the sixties are influenced by him too. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're peers in one sense, but at the same time, like he's the reason that a lot of them are in the music business and, and, and he's like the Beatles, yeah. Yeah. you know, they are, it, it would have been nice if Elvis would have had like a more David Bowie approach to music. And like a lot of the people who later were influenced by David Bowie, David Bowie, like, financed their stuff, recorded on the albums yeah. with them, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, was really involved with, with the evolution of music up until the day he died, you know? Yeah. Right, and, right. And Elvis, you know, instead of doing that. I just feel like that, it was the army. Like, I just feel like that was yeah. like a pivotal, pivotal, like, right. It's like, what would have happened if Elvis had stayed, you know? Yeah, had not gone in the army. Yeah. Would he have stayed and kept making all those music connections? Yeah. Well, he was, he, he did the movies, you know, he wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. He was going to keep pursuing the acting acting thing mm-hmm. and do music on the side. It makes but... me wonder if he wouldn't be, like, more involved. Because people think about the 60s, think about all oh, the British invasion, right? Mm-hmm. But there was also a lot of, like, southern rock and stuff that was happening. Yeah. And I could see Elvis being much more involved with, like... Like I don't know CCR or something like mm, that. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like the 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 southern right, rock right. people, you know, uh, Skinner maybe later. Yeah. Like I could see him getting like involved yeah. with with maybe that a little more. Yeah, like if, right. I could see. I, that. I don't know. Just yeah, curious. it's it's, mm, it's interesting. I think he was just really fucked up and felt lost out. Yeah, and, and then um, that didn't and then it didn't help that he had to make a million movies that were terrible. And then we get to the year nineteen sixty eight, big year for America. A lot mm-hmm. of shit happens. Right. It's terrible. It's very hopeless. They talk about where they were, like, when they found out that Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what he said. What did he say? He The only thing he said was, like, he held his head down and he said he always told the truth. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what he said. It's, right. it's interesting when you look at America from a decade's perspective, mm-hmm. more, more so in, like, the 50s and 60s, there was this arc and push, and then things would be crushed. Like, the 50s, rock and roll was big, and youth culture was coming about, and then everyone dies or gets drafted. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the 50s. And then there's this other big crest wave, civil rights and, mm-hmm. you know, progressivism and stuff, and it just gets crushed in the 70s by the Democratic yeah. Convention and all the assassinations right in 68. Right. So it's kind of interesting to look at, like, the arcs of these mm, decades. Yeah. Are we about to get crushed? <laughs> no, we're very crushed. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're already crushed. We're yeah, crushed. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Dark times. Yeah. Um, but then he decides, so he decides he's doing this 68 comeback special. And they right. said, you know, it's either going to be a complete failure or change everything. Right. And I will, and it, I, was a, it wasn't really either, I guess. <laughs> what? It, it wasn't was, a complete failure, but it right. didn't change everything for Elvis. Well, it did, honestly. Um, it didn't change everything, but he did break out of the movies. Yeah. And, right. And, and it was like, right. I'm going to return to music. Yeah, he went to performing. Right. And it's ridiculous. One of the things that, that is interesting about this is they show you year by year how many shows he oh, did. Shit. Hundreds of shows mm-hmm. a year. Right. You know, I was, I was, I did the math and um, Elvis over his entire life of 42 years he did 1,600 shows, which, you know, works out to, like, um, three shows a month over his entire life. Yeah, like, from right. the time he was a born. Born, yeah, like a baby. If he did three shows a month, yeah. that's how many total he did. It's which ridiculous. Is insane. Yeah. He also, um, after they did If I Can Dream, I, 
I think it's very interesting. So he did If I Can Dream and was like, I want to do more music like this. And the colonel was like, no, I don't want you to be political. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, we could have gotten so much good news. I know. I mean, we did get In the Ghetto, so oh, yeah. which is a very... Uh, the, I, one of the most political songs of Elvis's, probably, I would say. Yeah. Um, something else I didn't know about the 68 comeback special is that right before Elvis didn't want to go on. Like he was like, let's just call this whole thing off. I don't want to go out there. I can't. Right. It was really hard for him to yeah. go in front of people. He hasn't been in front of people in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, but then, ugh. You know, he does get out there and you do see him like mm-hmm. hold the guitar and just like sit down and then it's just kind of like relaxed. Yeah, and, j- like, jamming with Scotty and yeah, um, just like being home and DJ in yeah. your living room, just right. hanging out. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, we talked about the 68 and comeback special. It That's great. great. Yeah, yeah it's I great. just didn't know that he was. Yeah, he was that nervous. nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't. One thing I didn't know was that 68 was the first time Priscilla had ever seen him play live. Yeah, it's really crazy, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they had been together in some way since yeah i mean she'd seen him play guitar and stuff in his house in germany mm-hmm. but like a concert yeah it's true yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing that came out of the 68 in, in reference to like things being better he releases what some people feel like is his best album uh from elvis in memphis yeah which yeah. i i love that album so he we're last back to memphis yeah after yeah. the 68 comeback and special and like takes a break he records and... it stacks yeah yeah and or does he no he records it um with Chip, it's oh, a, a okay. guy who's from Stax. Okay, yeah, like not, not at Stax. Yeah, he, he records at a tiny little studio. Yeah, 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 and he gets back to his roots, and that album is—it's a great album. It might be my favorite. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, you know what? It's a, a lot of people think it's his best. Yeah, I, I'm always in flux depending on my mood. You know, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I think it's interesting. Um, in the in the searcher, I guess they go into a lot of the. Um, the time in, in Vegas and basically right. all, all they have from that time is that they show is just pictures of from that's the way it is. And, and, and Elvis on tour. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of video of those uh, two. Elvis on tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's all he was so doing. Then he just, so after back in the Memphis album, he goes to Vegas from here. This is where we get right. that magical right. Paisley top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, I love that shirt. We need to find someone to replicate that. Yeah. I'm sure there is a, and I'm sure you can find a replica of that. Insane amount of shows. Yeah. Just a lot working of his ass off. Yeah. 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 Just yeah, two a days for like 30 days well, like, yeah. in a row and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, I don't know if he was just trying to run from everything and try to escape it. I mean, he obviously Probably. loved to be on stage. It was his favorite part right. of but, existing. Yeah. Cause he was, basically. he was married in what? 68. Right. Well, he he got yeah married. yeah he was married to yeah Lisa Marie was born sixty eight yeah so he's married so, in the late sixties and then by seventy two they're divorced yeah yeah oh I, I also noticed they they omitted uh, conveniently Priscilla cheating on on Elvis <laughs> right Stone. they also omitted him cheating, him cheating on her, on her. Yeah. Yeah, that's true so it goes both ways it's like right, they, they had a magical it's... relationship that just fell apart somehow yeah a mystery box yeah right <laughs> it was like oh yeah and then things just didn't work out yeah <laughs> they, uh, yeah they did they were. It was, she was, it was kind of like, she was like, I'm a mom now. I'm a young mother. That's like, that was like her explanation of why their relationship didn't work out. Right. Because I'm, she, I'm a young mother. It's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Right. It was very like, odd the way they framed yeah. that. Yeah. Because it was um, so much more complex. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote in my notes, we need to wear more capes. Why? 
All, All right, that Kate footage of him with capes and cape poses, I love oh them. They're God, so silly amazing. and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Let's buy some capes. Um, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation up on another episode. Mm-hmm. We need to buy we more d- capes. We definitely had cape yes. talk. We've, we've had a lot of cape talk, but what can you expect with an Elvis <laughs> podcast? There's going to be cape talk. It's true. Yeah. Lots of capes. Lots of cape. They look cool. And capelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked when, I don't remember who it was, said like, Elvis on stage is who he really is, mm. and the other part of the time, he's just pretending. Yeah. Like, right. I think it was Tom Petty who said that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that uh, Superman thing. Tom Petty. Right. Oh, Rip. God. You know, in, in, in Superman, you know, all the other superheroes, they're masquerading as somebody when mm-hmm. they they put on the mask. But for Superman, he, he's wearing a mask when he's Clark Kent. You yeah. Know? And I think it's the same way with Elvis. Right, yeah. right. When Elvis is off stage, he's wearing a mask, and then yeah. when he's on stage, he can be who he really wants to be. Right, right. right. It's very, yeah. you know, it's a sad story. And they say this is when the sleeping pills start in the Vegas shows because yeah. he can't get to sleep and then sure. he got to stay up for these shows. And <laughs> this is when they start talking about the. I mean, right. Maybe the one thing that more, but. I, I definitely like scoffed at the one point where Priscilla said like everything was prescribed, and I was like, ha! yeah. She yeah. didn't mention the time that they ate a bunch of pot brownies accidentally and were strung out for three days. <laughs> Or, Strung out. Yeah. Strung out. or when he was doing cocaine, uh, liquid cocaine on cotton balls shoved up his nose. Yeah. yeah. Prescribed. Because he got like heavy into drugs to the point where he was like curious about street drugs. And they were like, mm-hmm. oh. Well, it was the 70s. Yeah. yeah cocaine like made a huge drugs. comeback in mm-hmm. the 70s. And yeah. yeah, it was, he was like, I mean, he'd already done like LSD and pot and, you know, mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. to like. The colonel to calm Elvis is like, I really, you know, he's like being interviewed. I really want to go to Europe. I want to go overseas. I want to tour overseas. And like to calm that, that's when they have the Aloha from Hawaii satellite special. So he can feel like he's touring everywhere. Mm -hmm. We'll take him to a nice island. Like It's just so messed up, right? so messed up. Like you said, abusive relationship. Like, you know, he just wanted to have have that control over Elvis. And it, and it. Elvis was pissed at him so much. Like, for you know, you're talking about 10 years at this point. Yeah. Like, Elvis has been mad at the colonel, and they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he just can't quit the colonel. Like, he can't, because well, the colonel has done so much for him. Well, he probably felt like it was a father figure. It was right. like yeah. Vernon like wasn't a father figure. No, he was, was like terrible. Some, Fuck you, dad. You know, like, it's, it's, right, it's hard right. to do. And, you know. He was also a good old boy, and he believed in his contracts, and he's like, mm-hmm. Colonel threatened him with breaking the contracts. And just, yep. there are many times he thought about or talked about firing Colonel in the yeah. 70s, and he still didn't. And it's, it sucks because, you know, those last three years, I know we kind of were talking about the Memphis Mafia, like, they were bad for Elvis. In a lot of ways, they were. But they also basically kept him alive the last three years of yeah. his life. Yeah. Because he would choke on his it's, food. It, it, yes. Yeah, look, I mean, they were, yeah. they were good friends, but, you know, they but they probably were holding him back. I, I think right. that you can be a good friend and still hold somebody I, back. I would say mm-hmm. I think Marty really did a lot for him as far as, because he did a lot of bookkeeping and he paid the guys. He was definitely more of, like, a good employee slash friend and would tell Elvis like it is and be like, don't ever talk to my, you know, he would stand up to Elvis and... Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. of the guys, I, I I think he was probably the best as far as not being a true hanger on. Like Joe, who came back after that, had a huge falling out. And he was like, I'm poor, I'm poor. And he, 
a job and Joe everything. Joe Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he came back and, yeah. you know, there were some, some people, I think Jerry was basically like, just wanted to be big, you know. Jerry Schilling. Yeah. It's funny because you read about all these guys from the other, the opinions of the, the other, other they, they yeah. weren't all like besties, you yeah. know, they no. all. It's impossible. Right, yeah. right. I mean, in any group of friends, there's some yeah. people who like are like, eh, I don't know about that guy. Right, and well, like Elvis Mike. is like, like, I'm like, eh, <laughs> do does he really, really wanna... have to be here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all he does is talk about like chicken sandwiches and fruit. <laughs> yeah. Distracting us. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But so he just did all those shows, and you know, he talked about like they couldn't figure out how they wanted to end '68 comeback special, mm-hmm. and they talked about ending it with. If I can dream, and mm-hmm. you know, just like all fell into place, and that's how they end Searcher, right? Yeah, well, and just, then they mention Elvis dies, like it just comes on screen, he died. I didn't yeah. know, like, so I think it's really this is so fucked up. I think it's really cool that he died at Graceland when he was on a break, like, he was on a break from all his insane mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, it's nice that he died at home at least. Yeah, right, like, I right. just think that is what he would have wanted, and like, that was like a nice, it's like sweet that he died there right instead of like in a vegas hotel room right 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 mm-hmm. yeah it's also they didn't mention the toilet which is one of the things he's most famous for <laughs> and i was right. like come on right mm-hmm. yeah they the didn't toilet. really go into detail about his death no mm-hmm. and i would have preferred like, a drama t- like give me some drama with his death please yeah. <laughs> is that fucked you, up no or I, mess- I mean i don't know it's 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 fitting to like what we like. We like the salacious stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, I want, give me a re- reimagined enactment of Elvis well, sitting on the toilet. Like, you know, 80 style, like, like have, a crime. I want to hear what Red say, says about the death. You know, like at least interview people how they felt and how his death affected them. Yeah, you know, it was it just even, kind of like, he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even, they don't even say he died. They just see, the, they screen on the screen, they, the TV, yeah. it just says well, the, Elvis yeah. died. Well, they say like, uh, you know, all the things that he did. He re- was in 30 some movies and did 1,600 shows. So many mm-hmm. songs. songs. And, yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah we, and then he, he died. And, yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Then but, he went back to his home planet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then they like pan out the way they like panned in in the beginning into oh, the living room. Yeah. And then mm. they like, yeah, this it's like Elvis on the TV, the '68 comeback special, yeah. and mm-hmm. they like zoom out, and then it like ends. Again, again, it's like such a, a very strong advertisement for Graceland, right? Yes. It's Lots, like, and then they close the gates. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they close, close the, the music gates. gate. Yeah, I think they just want you to be, you know, feel sad and depressed about Elvis. I think in general is the. Of the whole entire. So I also thought it was interesting they interviewed, like there is some of the colonel speaking on this. Yeah. And how he's like, I never forced Elvis into anything. He could have said no to anything. We always send him scripts and blah, blah, blah. But like. Yeah. Well, the and then they have Memphis Mafia people coming in and saying, you know, yeah, colonel says that. But, yeah. you know, if, if if he did that, you know, he would Colonel get would a, go to him. Like, yeah. And the studio execs would go to him and be like. You know, if you don't want to honor your contracts, you'll never work anywhere again. You right, know, like, right. You know, yeah. Just like kind of strong arm him. Yeah. Like, again, this new movie, Tom Hanks is this character. I mean, and he's a great actor, so yeah. I'm really excited to see him in the role. But I just, I'm going in with anger about Colonel Parker. So it's going to be hard for me yeah. to like. I don't think, I don't think nowadays or even then you could portray the Colonel in a positive way. I don't think it's possible. You know, like, I just don't think it's yeah, going to obviously Tom Hanks is going to be a villain in this. 
Right, right. I don't you know. know. Yeah, I don't know Which how. Is weird because I think the most villainous character Tom Hanks has ever played, maybe Carl Hanratty. You know. Yeah, but even then, yeah, he's, he's still likable. Like, yeah, exactly. as a cop, he's likable. Exactly. So I don't yeah. know how you're gonna like Tom Hanks. Uh, villain? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, so that's I don't know. I, I'm I'm really excited because I I really want to see what they do with this legacy and yeah. Now we're getting off topic, but how can you like Colonel? I don't think anyone does. I mean, he's like. I'm trying to think of not Hitler, but like you know who's somebody <laughs> who like you're not supposed to like who's just like yeah universal. No one likes that person. Um. Anyone? Attila the Hun? <laughs> yeah, I think fans. Attila the Hun's Mao a good Zedong. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mao? Well, there's Mao. a lot of Chinese people I think probably still okay. With Mao. With Mao. Yeah. You know, cult of personality. I think so, right? Okay. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know that much about Pol Pot. Ooh, that's, that's bad. Pol Pot's like, Pol Pot's more Hitler-y. Yeah. Than Mao, I think. <laughs> yeah, Colonel's yeah. not Hitler. Let's be clear. He's not Hitler. No. But he was not a good um, guy. No. He didn't have Elvis. Like, that's the thing is all of this stuff. Also. If he just listened to Elvis and, like, gone and, and treated him right instead of thinking about his own selfish and needs like, of let money. let him be an artist. Let him be an artist. Let him experiment. Not lock him into 30 movie contracts with to make garbage movies. Yeah. Like, let him take a good movie. You know, A Star is Born. Let him take good movies and take risks. And also take breaks. Like, they blame him touring all the time on... Colonel blamed Elvis for that. Well, he wanted to go on those shows and do all yeah. the shows. Yeah, yes, but you could have also as been like, you knew you had hey, control over him. Maybe just one a day. Yeah, Elvis, take six months off and figure out what you want to do. Mm. You have the money. No, he could have at any point taken a vacation and a break, and like a mental yeah, a mental break toward the world and been inspired and, and come back say, and. Someone said I don't remember who it was, but like at the time that was the management style. It's like burn people out. Yeah. Like mm. as fast as you can. It's like how people used to view like pitchers, you know, just like burn yeah. them out, their arms garbage, get them, get them out of there. Yeah. You know, get your next person in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the same way with, um, yeah, that old studio system. You know what I mean? Yeah. The actors were owned by the studios. It's, it's just so interesting how much things changed for actors and musicians and everyone and, and even athletes, like you mentioned, you know, yeah. from, you know, the 1960s, between the 50s. And like the seventies, you know, like what they did to Judy Garland, you know. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. But, but you know, and, and Elvis was, you know, trapped in that, and you know, he didn't really see a way out because that's the way things had always been done. Yeah, you know. I did feel like he found his way, found like some peace and stuff, and like anytime he went back to music, it seemed like he was better. Yeah, he enjoyed um, performing. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think he was just like I gotta get back out there. He enjoyed being being tour. around people and goofy and stuff like right. that. So yeah. there was a lot of joy in Elvis's life for all for all this movie. Like makes it kind of seem that Elvis was never happy and never did anything right. that he really liked. Yeah, you know, I think there was a lot of joy in Elvis's life yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a tragedy, but also he, you know, was one of the biggest personalities <laughs> he ever. was like a huge mil- millionaire he, in the 60s he found and, some success right right so i i don't know if it's yeah. completely a tragedy right you yeah. know as much as this this would paint it that way right right you know so let's get into spirituality something he picked up in the 60s Does that sound good yeah sure you, re- you guys ready to hear about all this yeah, yeah. okay i'm gonna end this i want to end this episode on some happy stuff oh, yeah. so let's yeah. talk about so Bring we talked up. about ellis was like 
whatever. This the searcher part two is very like depressing. Elvis had a crap life. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor yeah. Like, what Elvis. What is the purpose of this right. document? <laughs> right. yeah. Don't to make still you feel. Don't know. I think to make you feel sorry for him. Yeah, like, which I is true. I mean, I feel sorry for him, but like, let's be real. Yeah. He it's also a, had a great time. Yeah. I mean, he, he used to run out uh, roller rinks and shoot off bottle rockets while sh- with, right. with, you know, yeah. roller coasters. And, right, right. You know, flying somewhere for a sandwich. He would rent out whole movie theaters to watch movies with his friends. Yeah. You know, dude had some fun. Yeah. So, let's talk about Larry Geller. Who's Larry Geller? <laughs> 1964. Larry's hot dogs. Mm. Coming full circle. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a hot dog maker. Okay. He was a hairstylist that Uh-oh. came into the group in 64. Okay. Um, when he first met Elvis, Elvis was asking him, like, what are you into? And he's like, well, I'm into, like, spirituality and horoscopes. And this is Elvis's entry into bizarre spiritualism and pill addiction. Yay. <laughs> so he started, uh, I want to read you guys the books that he brought Elvis because, and I will apologize in advance for butchering names because they're Indian names. And I am oh, no. Yeah, but it will be fine. So he brought him the impersonal life, an autobiography of a yogi, the initiation of the world and beyond the Himalayas. Khalil Gibran's The Prophet. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. And Madame Blavatsky's The Voice of Silence. The Prophet's great, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Also, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Oh. Yeah. And Paramahansa Yogananda's Autobi- Oh, that's the autobiography of the yogi. That's who wrote it. Yoga is. <laughs> yes. As, as yoga does. does. Funny you mentioned that because, so Elvis got into this... Uh, cult thing (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that it was a cult but he got really into like this mysticism yoga stuff and he was pissed because that yoga is as yoga does he did it because he knew colonel was against all this stuff because i almost got really into meditating and he was like that son of a bitch he knew what he was doing like he got all pissed off after he did that scene because he's like The colonel, that's colonel's stab at Elvis trying to find, like, spirituality, basically. Mm. Yeah. Um, Another one was the Rosicrucian Cosmo Conception. Oh, the Rosicrucian Cosmo (laughs) Conception. Yes. (laughs) The Urantia book. Yeah, so lots of things on, like, yogis and all of that stuff. So there's this place called the Self-Realization Fellowship. That he starts going to. And there's a woman who, like, (laughs) (laughs) runs it. Okay. Mm -hmm. A cult, Um, yes. And, yeah, well, it's like, I don't think, I don't think it's, like, a cult because... Do you give them money? (laughs) I mean, Elvis gave everybody money, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He, that was his thing. Yeah. Um, It made him feel good to give people money. Like, random people. There was a TV show, I guess, in the 60s called... The, the millionaire or something and they would just give random people a million dollars and he loved it mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons you know he just loved to just give somebody money and make them happy you know yeah. which makes sense yeah I like um, to get money and be happy <laughs> oh, <so. yeah>. <laughs> right. I, I can relate yeah so this so this uh, when this guy Larry joins the group the group's like oh okay we'll see and Elvis starts to get really into it um, there's a woman who runs the self-realization fellowship Diamata, 
I guess. Diamata. Maya Diamata. Yeah, but anyways, everybody called her Ma, mm-hmm. and she looked a lot like Gladys. Oh. <laughs> I'm so seeing a pattern here. He goes to talk to her, and like then, you know, he forms this relationship about, he's like, I'm put on this earth, I don't know what it's for, I don't, he's... You know, they mentioned this in The Searcher, like, that he's always searching for something. And he mm-hmm. did actually tell Jerry that. Or Larry. Jerry. <laughs> Larry. Gary. Larry, yeah. Jerry, Gary. Uh, he told Larry that. He was like, I, you know, I'm searching for something. I, I, What is my meaning? The Searcher. So, right. So, the Self-Realization Fellowship, though, has this really funny thing where they're like, God created us all in his... What is the word? How's it Image. Go? Image, yes. That's the word. And so we're all God? Uh-huh. So Elvis kind of <laughs> runs away with this a bit. Okay. So he starts yeah. thinking he has like superpowers. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm. So he's taking a lot of pills. Yeah. He's really into this fellowship and like meditation and stuff, which some of it's very good stuff. Right. He builds the meditation garden in his head outside of his house in 66, you know, like self-improvement stuff, which is really awesome, mm-hmm. but also he's really high. So, yeah. <laughs> so he would do things like he'd be outside with the, the guys and be like, look, I'm going to move these clouds. And he'd oh, like, yes, he was a cloud pusher. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, like he'd say he could move too. the stars. Wow. Yes. Become a square shape, cloud. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of YouTube that I've watched, and he's just like, "Oh, he oh. thinks he can do this." Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> but he makes all these crazy noises, and he calls it a cloud. <laughs> and they just cloud. Make a square shape, cloud, and then he'll just like you'll just be watching this video, and there's a little square shape in the cloud, or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds shopped. Yeah. <laughs> so. so funny. Anyways, Please. Elvis, um, he starts seeing when they're in the uh, <laughs> when they're on road trips and stuff. Which I, you know, I'm re- so I'm rereading all of this stuff, you know, trying to remember details. And the one thing that disturbs me most is that Elvis was still driving a lot during this time. <laughs> and why were the guys letting him drive when he was so freaking high? Well, that's well. that's the thing that people would do, you know, drive drunk. Yeah, drive, drive you know. high. Yeah. Like it's okay. MBD. Like, no big deal. Right. Exactly. Um, he would. He thought he could heal people. Like, touch them and heal them. He started learning, thinking that he could start doing that. Um, He saw UFOs, naturally, because that's what you do. But the best part, the funniest thing that I think. Okay, so they're driving. Elvis is driving. Um, You know, he's upset because he hasn't had this religious experience yet. He hasn't seen anybody's, you know, hasn't, God has not reached out to him and told him, like, what his purpose is. And so he's driving, and the, this is like in um, New Mexico or something. And Elvis like freaks out, and he's like, "Did you see it? Did you see it?" And he was like, "What?" And he's like, "That's Joseph Stalin's face up there." Oh, what? <laughs> in the clouds. And Elvis is like, "Why Stalin? Why? Why? Why is God sending me pictures of Stalin?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the cloud slowly, clouds, the cloud slowly changes, and then Elvis is staring at it, and. You know, he's like, looks so like religious and peaceful and everything. And then he realizes, it's God. I see God. God. God is Joseph Stalin. And tears start streaming down his face. (laughs) And he got out of the car and he's hugging Larry because he saw Stalin who turned into God. (laughs) Stalin God. Yes. You know, is God trying to show me what he thinks of me? And then it happened. The face of Stalin turned right to the face of Jesus. And he smiled at me. And every fiber of my being felt it. 
For the first time wow. in life, my life, God and Christ are a living reality. Oh, God. Oh, God. You kept crying. That's amazing. <laughs> I did. so, why didn't they tell that story in the Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. I think this is before his cocaine usage. I think this is just pills. I, I, yeah, this is relevant to my interests. <laughs> this is this is exactly what I want to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. about Elvis, searcher. Yeah. Why did you admit this? That sounds right, like a yeah. great, like that, very happy experience. Yeah. yeah, and this persisted for years. He would get really obsessive about just all kinds Faces of faces in the clouds. Yeah, he would get obsessive about <laughs> like religion. Stalin? I don't. <laughs> I think Elvis wanted to know the exact same yes, thing. He was like, "Why Stalin?" <laughs> um, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he got really into religion. He got really into, like, J- Jewish religion, too, and would read lots of books. Mm. Just very fascinated by spirituality. Kabbalah. How can he, how can you get, you, he, he believed in reincarnation. And he would wear, like, a, all the different, the like, a cross and a Star of David and all yeah, that just, just he, to cover his bases. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, at so one, I hope he got let into all the heavens in Nirvana. <laughs> right, me too. Oh, definitely. That was a great story. At one point, like, he got really into, Larry would be like... He got really into words and what do words mean? Like, I'm what? <laughs> oh, I'm a granite. So a lot of the guys, I think Marty and Lamar and Billy, I think. <laughs> is that a complex <laughs> word that you just. Uh, I just, there's a thing. It's like, why does a pomegranate called a pomegranate? <laughs> and someone just looked at it and was like, that's a pomegranate. That is, that is weird. That's yes. true. So <laughs> you might like this idea. So what Elvis did is he made Marty go out and buy 10 dictionaries and 10 legal yellow pads and some pencils. And then every night they would have a session on words for an hour or two in the evenings. Just words. Words with Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, why, why didn't they have YouTube? I know. I know. Why was there no words with Elvis podcast? They did this for like a month. Podcast. They did this for like a month where they would just like, they would sit around in the jungle room and write words down <laughs> into legal pads. That's amazing. I mean, I think that's called writing, but I'm assuming you but don't mean wasn't... sentences, just like individual words. words. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So, like, the guys kind of, some of the Memphis Mafia kind of blame Larry Geller for making Elvis even weirder and, like, going yeah. off the deep end in the 60s because, like... I mean, I think Elvis had the weird inside of him. <laughs> he just right. needed someone to bring it out. Yeah. Right, right. And he felt more comfortable with Larry to talk about his spirituality because he thought the other guys would make fun of him and mm-hmm. stuff, and which they probably would have. Yeah. But yeah. It, it kind of makes me wonder, you know, what I would be like if I had unlimited resources <laughs> and was on, like, a lot of drugs. <laughs> right. like, 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 would you have a word seance every night? <laughs> like, what kind of weird shit would I get into? Like, I just wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Probably, like, tiger's blood, the normal. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I feel like nowadays, though... People would probably just like instead of being around other people while they do this, they would get 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 high as hell and then watch like stuff on the internet. Right, right. Get reclusive and like do like blogs or something. Yeah, <laughs> shave their head like a la Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, well, we it's know like, what Elvis did, which right. was just <laughs> fucking up this fellowship. <laughs> so I googled this fellowship. Yeah, does it still uh, exist? It still exists. Can we go? Is there a center we can oh go? Oh my to? gosh, let's see. So. Maybe we get our thetans measured or something. Yeah. Well, you know what's really funny about that is the um, the Christian scientist or not Christian Scientology. Yes. The Scientologist came at Elvis and they're like, "Hey, Elvis, what about this?" And he was like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> like Elvis, <laughs> he like, knew he knew the Scientologists were bullshit, which is even funnier because Priscilla and Lisa per- Marie are Scientologists. Oh, they currently are. They yeah. Are. So like, what Elvis was fuck? like, "No, you all." 
This is stupid. <laughs> Elvis, of all people. <laughs> like Scientology. Like, no. Shut them down immediately. Okay, I'm okay with word nights and seeing Stalin's face in the clouds. <laughs> but that's too much, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Too much, man. So there is one in, uh, there's a Washington, D.C. Center of Self-Realization Fellowship. Oh, they go? have the harvest of love. You want to go harvest some love? <laughs> I'm afraid. Is that where you just have sex with a bunch of people? You harvest mm, their love? Yeah, harvest the love. <laughs> um, founded in 1920 by Paramahansa mm. Yogananda. Been... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is, this has been Indian names with Valerie. <laughs> So bad, which is funny because I've had so many like Indian coworkers and friends, and I still am terrible at at pronunciation. Pronunci- pronouncing the language. Well, to be fair, the names oftentimes are very long. I think yeah. that's what trips us up the most. Yeah, because as Americans, long. we're like short names. Everything like well, small words. It just keeps. You going. know, it, over there, it's probably every Tom, Dick, and Rajnigandha. You know what I mean? It's like right. You know, right. You, you you are familiar with these names because right. you've, you've heard them over and over again. Um. So SRF, do you want to, SRF for short, do you want to hear about their aims and ideals? I do, and then I want to go to this center <laughs> okay. one day. Uh, oh, okay. To, to disseminate among the nations a knowledge of definite scientific techniques for attaining direct ex- personal experience of God. Wow, this is very reminiscent of the TCB oath. As I'm this. <laughs> to teach the purpose of life is the evolution through self-effort of Man's limited mortal consciousness into God consciousness. And to this Fuck end, yeah. to establish SRP or SRF <laughs> temples for God communion throughout the world and to encourage the establishment of individual temples of God in the homes and in the hearts of men. SRB technique, all techniques <laughs> into one. Joseph Stalin eight. It's, it's interesting because they bring in like <laughs> Jesus too. Like there's Christianity too. It's a basic oneness well, of Christianity. That's, that's how they get you. And original yoga, and to show that these oh. principles of truth oh, original are the common yoga. I, I founda- hate, scientific foundation of all religions. I hate it when people do unoriginal yoga. I mean, <laughs> so much unoriginal yoga. Downward dog. <laughs> right. I mean, you know what's some original yoga? DDP. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page yoga. <laughs> oh, to demonstrate the Diamond superiority Dallas. of mind over body and soul over mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. Anyways, it keeps going on like that. So, so we're going. So, <laughs> so we're, we're going. going. So we too can see Stalin. Let's see how many followers they have on Twitter. You know, we could start a cult. I think we'd be pretty good <laughs> at it. I feel like it's so easy, right? Yeah. Like, well, we you need to be charismatic. I don't have any of that, though. We need to mm. meet, meet a friend with charisma. Make them our leader. Mm. leader. There you go. Could it be a fruit-based cult? <laughs> mm. that I think that's what killed Steve Jobs, right? Bring you <laughs> fruits bring you into alignment with the universe. Mm. Different fruits for Man, different that chakras. That means we have to do a lot of yoga. And then eat a lot of fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I got that part. But yeah. lots of yoga mm. in cults. I love what's yoga. The, what's the best fruit for the solar plexus? What do you think? <laughs> what is the solar plexus? It's this thing right here. Uh, oh, okay. I would say it's probably... A citrus fruit, like I think an orange. I think it would be like a like a fruit with a like a stone fruit, like a fruit with a pit in it, oh, because okay. it's got that little bump. Right. <laughs> you know, I think it's a, like a wait. Plums don't have that mm. nectarine. Plums have plums have seeds. Yeah, in they're them. stone fruit. They're stone. Fruit. Do they have a? a, a Oh yeah. man, it's been forever since I've eaten. I plums. just recently fruit had suit some, swagger. So now I recently had plums. Okay, so did you know Jesus. Valerie didn't know 
that plums turned into prunes. She thought prunes were a separate thing. <laughs> you thought a prune was a fruit yeah, that, that just always <laughs> gets dried? It's just it's a very like, dry fruit. It, come, it, come, it comes out depends. as a shrimp. In my defense, I just forgot. I couldn't remember that. That's not the way I remember it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, what are prunes? Prune fruit. Wait, a Gross. plum is a prune? That's... That's that's the way I remember. Yeah, it. Uh, so much I was fruit. Been that, yeah. <laughs> so much fruit. Okay, we're gonna go eat a can of can of fruit. Can I'm of gonna fruit. read the TCBO. Wrap I'm up this I'm episode. I'm gonna eat a fresh fruit. I'm gonna eat a. I'm gonna eat a, a passion fruit. I'm gonna eat a jar fruit. of fruit. A star fruit. A jar of fruit. Star fruit's not good. Mm-hmm. No, but it's very pretty. It's so pretty, but it's like it's a really it's a good decorative. for decorating. What about yeah. decorative dragon fruit? Also, not like uh, they're kind it's of mild. It's mild. so mild. Yeah. It's like a mild kiwi smiled do you think i you think if you distilled it like and did starfruit extract i think it could get intense you think it could be good yeah okay tcbo <laughs> more self-respect more respect for fellow man respect for fellows students and instructors respect for all styles and techniques body conditioning mental conditioning meditation for calming and stilling of the mind and body Sharpen your skills. Increase mental awareness for all those that might choose a new outlook and personal philosophy. Freedom from constipation. TCB technique. All techniques into one. Elvis Presley 8th. Applying all techniques into one. Slacker.